Welcome to Sulphur Springs Baptist Church Sermon Audio. For more information, please visit our website at sulphurspringsbc.com. Fellas, forget the scripture this morning. God just told me to do something else. But we want to thank each of you for coming this morning. And all those that might be listening, wherever you are, we appreciate you tuning in. But most of all, let's listen to the Lord this morning, by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 2. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Now listen. But God. In mercy, or rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Father, we thank you for your great love. We thank you for your great grace that touches each and every person. But there are those who refuse that grace. But Lord, we ask that you would just touch all of our hearts this morning. Thank you for this song. Nothing like grace. Nothing like your love. Nothing like your son who gave himself for us. That we might experience grace in our own hearts and lives. And be saved. Now, Lord, you speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. We were lost on our way to a devil's hell. But aren't you glad for that night, that day, when God touched your heart and helped you to see that you were lost, that you were on your way to a devil's hell, but he did not leave you in that shape. I'm so glad for the quickening of the Holy Spirit who touched my heart that night and changed me forever, and I know that you have had that same experience. Those of you who have been saved, you are thankful for the quickening grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. How he brought you out of sin and destruction and in the hands of the devil to the loving arms of a loving Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You hath he quickened for us, for our glory. I don't know what heaven's going to be like, but I'm thankful that God quickened my dead soul one day and by the promises of the Lord Jesus Christ, I will see heaven, I will see the Lord Jesus Christ, and I will be able to fall down at his feet and thank him for that wonderful grace that he has extended to me. 
And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. You walked according to the past. You walked according to the sinful man. You did your own thing. You, whatever it was that you wanted to do, you did. That was me. Until that night, God got a hold of my heart and let me know without a shadow of a doubt, I was in trouble. That Thursday night, I couldn't do anything. But on Friday night, when God came through the Holy Spirit, oh, what a change it made in my heart and life. Folks, Yes, the world's walking according to the course of the world, according to the course of the devil. And I hate to say it, it looks like our nation is following that path. We're in trouble simply because... Now, don't start throwing books at me. The church is not standing up for what they say they believe. Preacher, that's harsh. Yes, it is. But how would you have love for Jesus Christ to stand in front of you and say, you whited sepulchers, whited walls on the outside, but full of dead men's bones on the inside? He did that. He had a right to do that. But the Holy Spirit is telling us the same thing today. We need to be quickened by the Holy Spirit. We need to be made alive by the Holy Spirit of God, brought to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to ask for his forgiveness. Among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Is that not going on today? Look at Hollywood, the lust of the flesh. We don't have to go all the way to Hollywood. We can stay right here in our own county and see the lust of the flesh, everything that's going on. People disregarding the word of God, not paying attention to what God has said will take place if we continue in that lust of the flesh. They don't want to hear it anymore. They're having a good time right where they are. And Satan is making sure that they're doing that to keep them from hearing the word of God from the preacher, from the Sunday school teacher, and even you who are witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ, who speak the word of God, Satan does not like that, and he's doing everything that he possibly can to keep this nation, these people, these states, these counties from hearing what God has to say. And that has brought us to where we are today in this nation because we have refused the word of God. But God, see, that's the difference. But God, where would the nation of the Israel be if it had not been but for God? Where would the United States be today had it not been but for God? But God, who is rich in mercy. I didn't deserve to be saved. Neither did you. 
But God who is rich in mercy hath begotten us from those sins because of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ who went to the cross and died for me, for you, and for everybody else. But God who is rich in mercy hath quickened us, made us alive, helped us to begin living a real life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your great love. And it was love that brought him down to this old sinful world. It was love that took him to that cross. It was love that brought him out of that grave. It was love that took him back to heaven. It was love that gave the promise, I'm coming again. And the question is, are we ready for the Lord to come back again? Are we telling everyone that we possibly can that the Lord is coming back again? We're going to be held accountable one of these days. We're going to have to give a testimony before the Lord Jesus Christ. What did you do, sir? What did you do, ma'am, for my cause? No, we won't be judged for sin. Calvary took care of that and the blood of Jesus. But we will be judged for what we have done since then. Ma'am, sir, what did you do for me? Could I have counted on you more? Could I expect you to open your mouth more and tell more people about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ? But God, who is rich in mercy and his great love, loved us. I was unlovable. You were too. In fact, everybody was unlovable. Even from the very beginning, man pushed aside the love of God. And it all started in the garden. Adam and Eve walked with love there in that garden. Satan didn't like it. What did he do? <laughs> Look at that fruit. Man, isn't it good? Man, it tastes good too. Is that not what he's saying to us today? Now, I don't know what you think about alcoholic drinks, and I really don't care. But it's sinful. It'll destroy you. It'll destroy your family. It'll destroy a nation. So will a lot of other things. But what do we really think about the Lord Jesus Christ? But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, whereth he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he loved us. He quickened us together with Christ. And then that next phrase, for by grace... Are you saved? I wasn't looking to be saved on that Thursday or Friday night. I know the Lord had really touched my heart through the sermon on that Thursday night. I know I couldn't get away from it. Thursday night and Friday all day long. 
Man, I tried to do something to get my mind off of that, but God wouldn't let me. And then on that Friday night, the preacher preached, I did not know a word he said because the big preacher was preaching. And somehow or another, it was always grace that came up. God's grace and God's love always kept coming up. The things that I had done, I had done it because God's grace was shed upon my heart and I didn't even realize it, didn't even recognize it. Oh yes, I worked in the church, led music, did everything that you could do but preach, but lost. But when God's grace and the word of God touched my heart on that Friday night during that message, I knew I was lost. See, up to then, I was okay, I thought. And that's the way people usually are. Up until the Lord convicts them through the Holy Spirit, they think they're okay. They don't have to worry about anything. But when the Holy Spirit begins to touch, begins to speak, begins to convict, I couldn't get away from it. And I know nobody else can either. Unless you just absolutely tell God to get away. But I couldn't get away from that now. I couldn't get away from the Spirit speaking to my heart. And I thank God that when I went down to that altar, when I got up, I was a different person. Because God did a work in my heart that nobody else could do. God did a work in my heart that is, will last for eternity. You hath he quickened, you hath he made alive forevermore. Never to die. Oh, this old body is going to lay down one of these days. Every one of us will unless the Lord comes back. But we're, we're not going to be there. Old body is going to go back to dust, just like the Bible said. But where will God's people be? Around the throne of God, worshiping a perfect Lord and Savior. You hath he raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's a promise from the Son himself. We're going to... Whoa. We're going to sit with him. The church. Because we're his bride. Think about that. Think about that time when you got married. You and that little woman or you and that little man. How happy you were. Just think about the wedding service we're going to be in heaven when we are married to the Lord Jesus Christ. And forever to be with him. Never to depart anymore. We've been raised up together. We've been made to sit together in heavenly places that in the ages to come might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness. That's why I love that song, Amazing Grace. Can't get any better. God's amazing grace. 
I've been in some situations while I was growing up. Our brother, brother, all our brothers, we'd get out and we'd do things and we'd do things that we weren't supposed to do that my mom and daddy told us we shouldn't do or, or the consequences would come. I think I told you one time we were playing with a fireball. An old baseball we took the cover off and soaked that thing in kerosene and lit it and started throwing it back and forth with one another before we could get burnt. One of the brothers throwed it in a bush there at the house and that, you know what happened to the bush? Don't do that. But when daddy came home, he didn't have grace in mind. You're talking about a whipping. I still remember that whipping. And folks, when God gives you a whipping, you'll remember that too. When we be old, are disobedient to the, to the Lord, don't be disobedient long enough to where he gives you a whipping. Admit what you're doing. Get back into the good graces of the Lord Jesus Christ. His whippings were a whole lot worse than what daddy gave us on that evening. Oh, his grace, exceeding grace, exceeding riches in his kindness toward us. Through the one who can make a difference in our lives. Through Jesus Christ. Yes, he can make a difference. If we will just let him. Charles Stanley was speaking this morning on God speaking to him. Leading him from church to church. Sometimes he didn't know what was going on. God did. God knows everything that's going on in our heart and life. And aren't you glad for grace? Aren't you glad for his mercy? But as we get down to verse 8 and 9, for you that might be lost, never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. The Bible says, for by grace. Are you saved? Through faith. Now don't leave those two words out. Grace is there. It's always been there. It'll always be there. Because God is full of grace. But we don't experience that grace in our heart personally until faith invites it to come in. Until we confess our sins. Until we get to that point that we can't go on anymore like I did on that Thursday night and Friday night. I knew I was lost. But God's grace made the difference in my life. And when I expressed my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and asked him to come into my heart and mend my life and save my soul, he did that very thing. I didn't have to wonder about it anymore. I didn't have to worry about it anymore. I knew what God did. I knew what he promised to do for me. I will be with you every step of the way. 
And I have not forgotten that. And he is leading us today simply because of God's grace and through his mercy. He loved us. And he saved us. It's not us. Never has been us. Never will be us. But it's God. It's his grace. It's his mercy. Don't ever forget that. Not of works. Not of works. See, that's what I tried to do. Lord, I'm going to do enough to where you'll be kind. It didn't work that way. When God convicted me, I knew that everything that I had done was to no avail. But I want you to know after that Friday night, God made a difference in my heart and life. I began to see things change. God made it easier for me to tell people about grace and mercy and salvation because I had experienced it in my heart and in my life. It may be tough for you, but my answer to that is, do you know you have experienced grace and mercy yourself? Do you know that you have said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior? Makes all the difference in the world, God's grace and God's mercy. Oh, we can't boast. If we could, what would we boast about? We were just poor lost sinners on the way to hell. But God made the difference. That's what we can boast about. Yes, God has used us. He has used me. He's used Carolyn. He's used you folks who are Christian. He has used you in special ways. And he's using you today. But when you're lost, that's a different story. You go through the motions, just like I did. You have no peace. You have no calmness in your life. But after that Friday night, that all changed for me. God's grace was so more real in my heart and life. That's why I like that song, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved an old wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Can't get any better than God's amazing grace and his mercy. You're here today and you're lost and you know it. I knew it. Well, you don't have to be. You said no long enough. You don't have any happiness. You just don't know where fulfillment's going to come from. Right here it is. Living for the Lord, working for Him, 
I don't care what you go through. This pandemic's got everybody scared. And you've got a right to be. Many people have died. But we don't have to worry about death because we know where we're going when life is over. And it's all because of God's amazing grace that touched my heart one day. Did I see right that you're going to sing Amazing Grace? <laughs> see how God works? Man, I studied a long time on that message, but sitting right over there, God said no. He does that from now time to time. But you can't get any better than God's grace. Except that we be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Surrender your heart and your life to the Lord Jesus Christ today. And you'll never regret it for one moment. Father, thank you for touching us. Thank you for your great love and mercy. Father, work as only you can do in the hearts of these who are listening Save that soul that needs to be saved. They'll never regret it. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening. Please remember to drop a rating and subscribe to get our latest audio.